accuracy born of years of experience. Carrick gave the bookholder a confiding nudge. I doubt that Owen will fight as fairly as you, Nick. He is an able swordsman, able enough to cut me down for good and all. You do him wrong, Sebastian. Mary, that's his complaint. Then must you settle your account with him. I would be rid of this turbulent Welshman. Soothe his turbulence. Owen Elias, the subject of their exchange, stood no more than a dozen yards away and glowered at his fellow actor. He was a stocky man in his thirties with broad shoulders above a barrel chest. His face was striking rather than handsome, with smouldering eyes that were ignited by some dark Celtic passion. He had good reason to resent Sebastian Carrick. Not only had the latter borrowed money from him which he was refusing to repay, he had committed what was, in the Welshman's view, the cardinal sin. He was preferred as an actor. By virtue of his grace, charm, and poise, Carrick was repeatedly cast in better roles than those offered to Elias, and it rankled. Turbulence ensued. It was time for the rehearsal to begin properly, and Nicholas Bracewell took control with accustomed firmness. The stage was set for the first scene. The actors withdrew to the tiring house. The musicians took up their positions in the gallery above. Westfield's men steadied themselves for yet another performance of Vincentio's Revenge, one of the stock plays in their extensive repertoire, a brooding tragedy that was shot through with violence. Early in Act Three, the lascivious courtier Lodovico, as played by Sebastian Carrick, would be killed in a tavern brawl by Owen Elias in a role that was not even dignified by a name. Lodovico might appear to die, but it was the stranger who suffered the more serious professional wound. Even amid the happy turmoil of preparation, Nicholas spared a thought for the tribulations of Owen Elias. As an actor, the Welshman was incomparably better than Sebastian Carrick, but the latter had physical attributes which made him more appealing, and personal qualities that made him more acceptable. Tall, slim, and dashing, He had the lazy confidence of a philanderer, allied to an air of almost aristocratic refinement. Owen Elias was too ebullient and willful. He was altogether too combative in urging his right to promotion within the company, and he thus reviled the easy tact and plausibility which gained advantage for his rival. Nor could he forget or forgive the effortless skill with which Carrick had persuaded him to open his purse and part with money that he could ill afford to lose. Vincentio's revenge was nothing beside the dire retribution that Owen Elias contemplated. Stand by, the command from Nicholas Bracewell stilled the murmur and put every man on the alert. On a signal from the bookholder, Peter Digby and his musicians coaxed solemn sounds from their instruments as the prologue entered in a black cloak to introduce the play. For the next two hours, the company reacquainted themselves with Vincentio's revenge, and, even though their audience consisted of no more than some curious horses and some gaping ostlers, they gave the work their full concentration. No matter how many times they had performed a piece, they never took it for granted. A play was like a sword. It needed to be polished and sharpened each time before use. Audiences detested the sight of rust and the feel of a blunt edge. Westfield's men always kept their weaponry in good order. When the rehearsal was over, the actors drifted off into the inn itself to take refreshment before the paying public began to arrive.
Nicholas had much to do before he could join them, supervising the stagekeepers as they struck the set for Act Five, prior to sweeping the boards and strewing them with rushes, making sure that costumes and properties were in their appointed places, chiding the musicians for being noticeably late with their dirge in Act Four, and attending to the ever-widening responsibilities of his job. Because it had been for the most part a good rehearsal, he went about his work with the quiet satisfaction of one who had made a substantial contribution to the successes of the morning. He was especially pleased with the tavern brawl. Owen Elias and Sebastian Carrick had never fought with such controlled venom. It had been a highlight of the drama. Ensconced in the taproom, the stranger was keen to reenact the scene with his smiling Lodovico. "'Give me the money, you viper!' "'Would that I could, dear friend,' sighed Carrick. "'Friend am I not. Dear was I never!'